Hey everybody, this is Kevin from the Magic Our Way podcast. I just want to drop a little line here and kind of tell you what this show is all about. Um, as you probably saw on our Facebook page and our Twitter, uh, that the weather around here in Southeast Louisiana wasn't really conducive for anybody driving here. Um, we're, we're just not used to that. You know, we just don't deal with that kind of thing. So it's, you know, to avoid all the, the mess and the struggles and stuff and Atlanta listeners, man, I feel for you guys. I saw it on news, just, just terrible. Um, but anyway, uh, Danny and I weren't able to get together and do a show this week. So I promised myself that I would finally catch up with all of the past shows that were missing. If you notice, MOW 26 never came out yet. So that's, in fact, what this show is. This is the missing show number 26, which was supposed to be our Halloween show. But it ended up just being delayed and delayed and delayed because uh, we just had a lot of stuff going on uh, during that moment in time. If you notice, we took a little hiatus. Um, if you're a new listener, you, this probably doesn't affect you. But I just, you know, for the listeners that have been with us since the beginning and stuff, I just want to kind of give you all a preface to the upcoming episode. But anyway, we were actually quite epi- uh, happy with this particular episode because this was going to be our big Halloween show, uh, one of our first ones, because we actually started the show after Halloween. So, um, in fact, what we're going to call this is it's, it's the Lost Halloween Show, but it's if you're listening to it now, it's actually our Haunted Mansion show, because we do talk about a good bit about the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion is one of Danny's favorite uh, shows and stuff, so um, this is a little show regarding that. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy um, the Magic Our Way Lost episodes, and we will see you next week with a more current one. And boy, I tell you, next week... You're going to want to listen because there's a lot of stuff that Danny and I came up with um, to talk about. We uh, over while we were stuck at our houses, we just kept texting back and forth and stuff, um, talking about different things that we want to kind of get done and everything else um, with the show. And before you know, it, we had a list that that's that's going to take a good while. It's going to be at least a good hour show. Um, and anyway, yeah, some things that I know I have goals in mind for our podcast. So we're going to establish a web presence. I think I finally have an idea of how I want our website to go. So stay tuned for that. And also, we want to get the whole remote thing set up. We're kind of behind the times as far as technology because I know a lot of the other podcasts and stuff are able to do things with people in different parts of the country. And we just haven't, you know, we, we don't live that far from each other. So it's just a hop, skip, and a jump across a 24-mile bridge across a lake. And so it's no problem for Danny and I to get together. But, you know, sometimes we want to get some people in to interview. So we want to set up our whole um, a remote thing or uh, figure out this whole Skype podcasting thing. and figure, You know, we'll, we'll figure it out because we actually like to get the listeners on the show. You know, say if you're in the parks and you want to do a report or offer your opinion on something, um, we'd love to hear from you guys. And so hopefully we'll get that all set up. And we can uh, get that, get you guys even more uh, uh, involved with the show and stuff. Because we do like to hear from our listeners, you know. Uh, we kind of you know, just have a bunch of friends just kind of conversing. Um, but anyway, again, I kind of, of course, you know me, I, I, I'm good at just kind of going off the handle here a little bit. Uh, but uh, I'll be quiet now and uh, enjoy our big Halloween or the Lost Halloween episode. Uh, You could also call it the Haunted Mansion episode. So anyway, have a good one, and I'll see you next week. Or not see you, but we'll talk at you next week. You know what I'm talking about. Have a good one, y'all. Magic out. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the The Magic Magic Our Way Podcast.
How's that? I was waiting to see how long you could hold that for. Yeah, I was going to go along, but it's like I figured the uh, listeners might get a little bored. With it. <laughs> you know. Or creeped out, one of the or two. Or creeped out, if trying to figure out what the heck show this is. But anyway, uh, this is another episode of Magic Our Way. I'm Kevin. I'm Danny. And welcome back, gang. Uh, this is our big, huge Halloween show. Or extravaganza. Extravaganza, even better, yes. Ooh, there. Nice. Very nice, I Kevin. like that. What song is that? I would think that this is Halloween, right? Yeah, this is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas, written by Danny Elfins. Yeah, we're going to use this little uh, mood music for our introduction here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're uh, doing our Halloween show. Man, how's your week been? A my couple weeks, weeks, I should say. My week has been spent getting prepared for this wonderful holiday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. you're getting pretty busy around here with all the decorations and stuff. Yes, we've been uh, we've, we've been perfecting the cemetery. Yes. We've got a pumpkin patch still yet to do. We just don't want to leave the uh, the hay and everything out. Yeah, we don't want mold on the no, hay no, or anything else. No, no moldy else hay. You got, uh, you got blinking eyeballs in your bushes? My my eyeballs blink. <laughs> Which are pretty interesting. That's yes, neat. yes. We have a, a hand and a pond coming out. Oh, it's, it's That's something i got to check out. I didn't... I, I missed the hand in the pond thing. I'll have to show that. To and you have a mummy. You had a custom-made mummy, I we guess. We did. Huh? We have a custom-made. Looks like a giant Q-tip, but <laughs> we're trying to dirty him up a little bit. We're grabbing mud. We're smearing oh, really? him a little Throwing bit. It? Yeah, trying trying to dirty him up. I mean, oh, that works. He was custom-made by uh, one of the people over at the uh, little Christmas Village shop. They do Halloween stuff yeah. as well, depending on the season. And yeah, he just got cool. some gauze it, yeah. and he wrapped him up, but he's just too. Too bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he's a little too clean. He needs to be, uh, have a little more age, like he's yeah, in a, in, a, in a catacomb or something or whatever else, wrapped up and stuff. But yeah, he, he looks like he was just wrapped up yesterday. Yeah, which he was. About two days ago. So our studios, uh, we're going to be off. Just to let you guys know, we're going to be off for the next couple weeks. Next week, we're not recording any of our shows, and then so when we resume back in November, it's going to be the and another thing adult show that we do. And then after that, the second week in November, we'll get back to our Disney show. And then, of course, we'll alternate again. We're going to stay on our every other week recording cycle for now until the schedules lighten up. But, yeah, toward the end of November, I'll be in Walt Disney World. We're going to be doing some of my uh, field reports again. Uh, doing that. We're going to have a friend of mine, Kevin, that's going down at the same time. And so I'm going to pull him in there and do a little something. Uh, giving you uh, reports from the field, from the, from Walt Disney World itself. Kevin on Kevin. Kevin and Kevin, yeah. KK, <laughs> that's right. A little a little kiki with KK, that's right. So, so now, are you a big Halloween fan? or I'm a decent Halloween fan. I mean, I enjoy the holiday. I, I, I wish I had the day off. <laughs> I could really fully say, but I, I do, I do appreciate Halloween. Do I what I do, it. I just take it off. That's Actually, a good idea. I take a couple of days off right around there. One to prepare, one to enjoy, and one to relax. Well, you got to take some pictures of this and show the listeners because you have quite an extensive setup here. I mean, you know, it, people have probably seen Ricky's Ricky over inside of Magic. He's got us quite set up. He's a big Halloween fan too. But I mean, I don't know, man. You got some stuff. Yeah, but my stuff, I I saw his as well. I, I was kind of jealous, man. I love that little. Uh, he gets themed. He, 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 he does. does themes. He does a really good job at it. I love the little doorknob thing. You know, the, what's called the, uh, the the ghost popping up from behind the tombstone. Yeah, that is neat. That was that was a nice little effect. Scared yeah. the heck out of some of those kids. Just like the um, uh, in the haunted mansion. Yeah, you know, which is something we're about to talk about in a little later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have quite a Halloween village. Yes. Uh, you know, let's see what, what is that? Is that the, you said that was Department Fifty Six? We're the, talking about. Well, some of it's Department 50, but as you can see over there, that's the Haunted Mansion itself right there, the uh, Disneyland version. Really? I mean, the, well, the Disney World version. We do have a Disneyland version, but that's inside the house. Okay, um, okay, okay. Oh, I see, I see it, I see it. Yeah. yeah, as you can see, the rest of it, I mean, it's all Department 56 for the most part. 
You know, it's really a nice. Pumpkin carving shop and a yeah. costume shop and a tombstone shop and a candy shop. I mean, it's like, you know, and, and then we populate it with little characters, right? You know, from not only just from Department Fifty Six, but like. Uh, if you look in there, I'm sure you'll find Linus and Lucy and Charlie right. Brown and Snoopy and little hidden treasures, yeah, and whatnot. And you have a robot Jason, I see behind robot you. Robot Jason yeah. has a machete hanging out behind me. There's a witch next to him. Yep, yeah. Uh, robot it gives out treats. A witch gives out treats, maybe. Uh, yes, the, ro- the witch is going to be in our little. Uh, if you see, if when you come in the backyard area, right past the pond, we have a, a nice little sized backyard where we have a little uh, playset area built. For, okay. Like, what do you call those things? The um, like the slides and the yeah, uh, with the slide and the and the and jungle the gym swings sort of thing. Kind of, maybe? Yeah, and so we got that covered in cobwebs, and there's a little house in between it, and the witch will be in there handing out candy. Oh, cool! You're for those nice. brave enough to approach the witch, approach the witch because she does move, right? She 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 does she moves she. Talks Talk, she, she jiggles or something. Yeah, she, actually, she doesn't shut up once you get her going. Um, <laughs> but the reason she's out here is my child just did not want to see her. So right, right. that's also the reason she's going in the little house in the <laughs> little so, house. Yeah, so that way she won't be in plain sight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because so uh, the older kids can enjoy her. Yep. So after this, we got to pack up the studio because, like you said, the studios uh, will become party central. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of clear this stuff out of here. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely post some pictures up for you listeners to see. Because this is, uh, to me, this is quite a sight to behold. I've, I've never known anyone to have so many decorations. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad that you have them and you're putting them up and I get to enjoy them and just look at them. The whole man cave has been, like, the, the walls have been redone over with, a, like, mansion wall kind of. I see this, yeah. Yeah. Even they, with a little portrait of what could be a Yale Gracie of sorts, but maybe yes. not really. Yes, Master I mean, Gracie. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, it's a, it's a, it's not a great quality, and I don't know if you can tell, but there's a, there's a lot of scotch tape holding this thing up. But yeah, you know, I couldn't have told unless you said something. But now, now that I've said it, it's quite noticeable, isn't it? No, actually, I can't really. Can't <laughs> no, you can't. Oh wait, yeah, I'm over there, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's a ton of scotch tape, and because this thing is sectional, but there was, it was the only way to cover up the fat heads. But uh, it's it's effective. <laughs> yeah, the fat heads. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. It effective. wouldn't have felt quite so Halloweenish if you would have seen Tracy Porter's interception in the Super Bowl on the wall, it or Arian carrying the Arian football. Carrying yeah, the football. It would have maybe taken you out of the moment. Yeah, I mean, you could have given him a mask or something that he could have worn, kind of like eyes wide shut kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> now there are children at this party. Yeah, so. this is true. Yeah, there are children at that party. So uh, anyway, um, do y'all take the the kids uh, now? Now that y'all are out in the uh, in the woods now, I mean, uh, I don't know how we're gonna do this. I think yeah, I was gonna say, how do y'all do that? I think last year we 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 met up with some friends and we took them around their neighborhood, Mm -hmm. you know, because we don't really don't have it. There's only ten houses back there. I know, and there's not really much of a neighborhood. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a walk to get to your next trick or treat. But I tell you what. The neighborhood's set up to have some killer haunted walk-ups <laughs> to get candy. Shoot, I was scared when we were mo- when, when we were helping you move, being out that way. Once yeah. we, you hit a point where you're no longer within civilization. There's no more lights. There's yeah. you're on a dirt road. You got a and gravel road. Yeah. If you miss that turn, I have a concrete bear. Yeah, it's a, there's a there's With a grizzly teeth. Concrete yeah, bear out there. But, you know, you're right, though, because, like, um, when we used to do this, I mean, this is our first year in this house. Yeah. But prior to this, we used to do it uptown. We just didn't really get much in the way of trick-or-treaters. And yeah. There wasn't a whole lot going on. And even now, coming out here, there's this little area that we take, the like, every time we do one of these little parties, we shut it down, like, right around 6.30, 7 o'clock, pack up the car, take the kids out. There's this little subdivision in Metairie. What time does the party start? It starts, like, around 6. But, like I said, we, we oh. shut down around 6.30, 7 o'clock. 
everyone packs oh, for trick-or-treat time yeah you go to yeah. the subdivision in metairie they shut it off they put a police car there kids can roam the streets run around all the houses are decorated oh wow and i mean this old metairie so it's a really nice section so yeah you get really nice candy right and it's a it's a great little time man that's wild yeah i mean it's just it's unfortunate but i mean the days of being able to trick-or-treat around your own neighborhood seem to be just over yeah, no, I know. In my youth, I used—I remember used to be being able to do that. Me too. Stuff. I remember, like, yeah, with trick, ease. Yeah, you trick or treating alongside like twenty people. Yeah, and it was just such an awesome thing. And now, like, you know, uh, I would hate bringing Lily around the trick or treat, and we're the only people on the street. You right, know? right, right. So that do that kind of stuff. But anyway, yeah. I guess we should explain to the listeners that our show this week is not going to follow the same format that we've been doing. Um, we're actually we're doing our Halloween show, so it's probably. I mean, if we had to, we could say this is a bunch of hub segments. Um, but we're going to talk about a bunch of different things ra- surrounding Walt Disney World and the Halloween things. We're going to talk about a haunted mansion and a co- couple other scary things. So, um, yeah, let's just jump right into it, man. Let's just start talking Halloween and uh, the world, uh, or even Disneyland. Who knows? So here we go. All right, it's a little cliche, but we couldn't do our first Halloween show without doing the Haunted Mansion. Oh, God, no. The Absolutely hard part not. was trying to figure out a way to do this that no one's really ever done before. Yeah, because everybody's probably doing something about the Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. But we wanted to do our own little spin. And we can't necessarily guarantee that no one's ever done this before. We didn't quite, we were so busy with the research for this that we didn't really research whether or not anyone's ever done it before. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and do it. And yeah. Wanna hear it. Here it go. Yeah. So what we did was, and uh, I pulled, uh, I pulled about 15 myths myths or legends i guess you'd call them about the haunted mansion and kevin over here i know nothing <laughs> i have now, not seen now. these lists or nothing I've, i'm not privy to any information that danny's about to spew forth at this moment yes they were delivered in a mason jar on my porch yes by uh, stearns and whatever foster fun- whatever that Funkin wagnall <laughs> Funkin wagnalls whatever that accounting sealed firm of uh, <laughs> sealed and delivered and signed sealed and so Gladys Knight. <laughs> Kevin's going to let us know. I'm going to read the myth or the legend or whatever it is with regards to the Haunted Mansion. Kevin's going to let us know whether or not it's true or false. Yep. And if you're listening to the show, go ahead and play along with us and we'll discover the truth mm-hmm. of what is fact and what is fiction. About Because the, there are various, various myths and legends. And I'm sure there was no way I could find them all. I mean, I, I stopped at 15. 15. Yeah. Th- there are at least two others. And I, I, you know, I made it a point that I didn't want to include anything unless I could... 100% guarantee that it was an actual myth or legend making the rounds about the mansion. Okay, so, so we're going striving for accuracy here. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the extent that we go through our research here amongst our busy life for you. Mm-hmm. So get ready. Hang on your shorts. Danny, I am ready whenever you're, you are. You're I am, ready. I am ready. All right. Kevin is walking into the sound booth chamber as yes. we speak. Yes. He's got, you got your earphones on. Uh, are you talking to me? Yeah, right over here. Kevin. Oh, hey, uh, hey, 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 how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. Okay. All right, are you Let's ready you for... Uh, Assuming you're talking to me, but I can't hear you because I'm in the soundproof booth. <laughs> Yo, are you ready for myth number one, Kevin? I am ready for myth number one. Okay. Tell me if it's true or false. Okay, here we go. One of the images on the singing bus in the graveyard of the Haunted Mansion belongs to Walt Disney. That is false. That is correct. Absolutely false. Who does it belong to? I believe it bling, uh, blings. Uh, what's that? The, the, the bass sounding voice guy. What's his name? Uh, not X. 
Um, Thurl's Ravens, Ravenscroft. That's it. Absolutely correct, yes. Kevin. Ding, 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 ding. And uh, huh. oh, I, I uh, thought you just played like some kind of applause music or something. Oh, I should. I should. I should pull that up, shouldn't I? Yeah, I thought it was like the stump of young dude kind of. Oh well, I can pull that <laughs> soundtrack up. No, that's it. That's all right. But, but um, the organ did chime. Yeah. So all right. So that is true. Thurl Ravenscroft. What was he known for? He was known. Oh, he's. Um. He wasn't the. Was he the? Did he sing the song? No, he didn't sing the song, did he? The he's singer. a bass voice. He's known for uh, in a lot of different movies. Yeah, no. Outside of the world of Disney. Oh, outside there, of the world. Oh, outside of the world um, of Disney, there are two things that he's known for, particularly. Oh, not Jed Clampett. No, that's not him. Jed Clampett. Yeah, he had something to do with Disney World. That that, that Buddy Epson. No, Buddy Epson, okay, yeah, but it, it's not him. Outside of the world, Disney. What did he do? I know this. I've heard Lou talk about this many times, and just hear his voice. I know, I hear, hear it. His voice in your head. What did he do? Uh, one one thing that he did is well attached to another major holiday. Was he the Grinch? He was the Grinch. Yeah, he was the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I, he wasn't the Boris Karloff was a narrator, but he sang. He sang the voice. You're the yeah. mean one, Mister. You're Grinch. a mean one. Yeah. Mr. Grinch. Yeah, that's him. We're two holidays early, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Grinch. He was the Grinch. Right, and cool. the other thing he was known for? <sighs> Can I phone a friend? or <laughs> Tony or? the Tiger. Oh, that's right. They're that's right. Great. Tony the Tiger. Yes. They're great. <laughs> so that is the one that is most often mistaken with Walt Disney. It is, in fact, Thurl Ravencroft. Good I job. think if I remember, his bust is like laying on the side, yes? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got the like little the mustache broken. and everything. Yeah, yes. it's broken. All right. Next up, Kevin. All right, here we go. Number two. Number two. The organ in the grand ballroom of Disneyland's Haunted Mansion is actually the organ that Captain Nemo used in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Hmm. Let's see here. Actual of the one in 20,000 Leagues. I'm trying to think when that movie came out. Would it help you if I, I answered that for you? Or? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you do that for me? Okay. That might give me some clarity. It's some, <laughs> so, some room to think here? All some right, room to on. think. Yeah, yeah. We're still stalling. All right. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Um, let's see here. I might. Well, I'll wait till you give me the uh, the factoid here. I'm about to give you the fact. 1954. 1954. So I might say true. That is absolutely true. Oh yes. Oh yes, right. Two is. for two. Right yes. on. Yes. Only the one in Disneyland. There's only one. The one in Disneyland the is the one actual one in Disneyland prop. is the actual. Okay. Prop from the movie. Okay. Interesting. Very nice. Very nice. All right. You ready for number three? Number three. Yes. Let's do it. I'm going right. on a roll. I'm on a roll. At one point. The Haunted Mansion used live actors to scare the guests. I want to say true. It is true. Yes. And I, I remember this. Because mm-hmm. I remember there was that part with the clock scene. Yes. When the, the, the doom buggies turned around. And there was a dude that would dress up in knight in shining armor. And this was in Disney World. Yes. And he used to jump forward and go boo. Or not really boo. He would just jump forward and it would scare me. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, you, you actually saw the night? I saw the night. Yeah. Oh wow! To me, this is just a legend. I never saw the night. I saw the night when I was. Here's the thing: when I when, when I was younger, 
Uh, my parents loved the haunted mansion, you know. And me being a little kid, you know, I was scared ridiculous. Uh huh. I there were times when I was little that I would ride through that ride with my eyes closed. I didn't want nothing. I, I wanted nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I would literally ride sitting between my parents. I'd have them squeeze me in, like you know, like a sandwich or something, so you know nothing could get me. Mm-hmm. I closed my eyes. I didn't even want to see the hitchhiking ghost. You know, they weren't even funny to me. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. And I remember the first time that dude jumped at me, I, I, I lost it. I was like, <laughs> Ah, my God, no! You know, and I remember that. And then I, as I got older, you know, I kept expecting to see that happen because I was ready for it by that point. Mm-hmm. And I guess they stopped doing it at some point. Dude, uh, I don't yeah. know when. And it just, you know, the night, the, the, the armor suit of armor just kind of stood there well it got to a point to where guests kind of got hysterical about it from what i gather yeah and not just you know not just did they freak out yeah. but they they would hurt the guy in the armor oh yeah 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 because <laughs> he'd lunge and they'd they'd lunge back and i mean, actually scary. I remember reading something in the uh is it mouse tales by uh is it David Koenig who did it? Uh, yeah, he does all the the things that happen Must- happen in Disney World. Yeah, where he would he, he talked about. I think there was a section in there about you know the night and and talking about how the night like especially like on like um when it, you had a lot of teenagers in the yeah. park like whether it be a grad night he would come across some interesting little makeout section sessions oh, right, happening right. in the, in the dude buggy like he'd yeah. go to scare and be like uh, <laughs> awkward <laughs> he'd see a yes. little something didn't expect quite to see yeah a lot more than he expected yeah i I guess that would be the that'd be a good valentine show wouldn't it (laughs) number one make out attractions in walt disney world or disneyland Ooh, the only one i've ever seen was the little piece of grass right over there by finding nemo people were getting over there hard and heavy in that little really yeah because you can get behind there and it's a little bit obscure so people can't really see you but if you come out a certain angle, you, angle you could see down that way, and there were two teenagers going at it, pretty hot and heavy. Oh, well, I'll have to look for that next yeah. time I'm down there in November. But um, yeah, the haunted mansions—I uh, mean, just real, reveal a little truth. That's the only one I've actually made out on was the haunted mansion. Oh, did you? Yes, I mean, I mean, not anything hot and heavy. You know, just, just you know, it's dark. It's convenient. You know, just <laughs> lean over for a little smooch, and you know, one thing, you know. Well, that was, I guess that was back in the in the days before they didn't have cameras everywhere. Oh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was, I think I was uh, ignorant to the fact that there may have been cameras. You know. You know, if somebody wants to watch me kiss my wife or girlfriend, then uh, so be it. Whatever. Oh, wait, 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 who, wait, how old were you? I don't remember. Oh. It was a while, you know. I've been going to Disney World for a while, you know. So Is it the current wife? There's a history. Yeah, the current wife okay. has been privy to such uh, tales, you know. Tales, adventures, you, I guess, through the animal. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> it's just fun, you know. It's, it's neat. I, I, I love the Haunted Mansion now, and I appreciate it. Uh, oh, yeah, it's my favorite, know, it's, it's, favorite it's, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, I can, you know, I can't say it's the most romantic thing. You know, when you get to the wedding room, yeah, maybe, you know, the, the bride, you know, with a knife. Well, I mean, without the knife and the beheadings, you know. You see, if my wife tried that with me, like, we were riding and she tried to make out with me, I'd, like, like push her off and be like, hey, look, stop it. You're missing the ballroom scene. Look down look, there. Look, there goes Thurls. <laughs> there goes Thurls. You're missing Ravenscroft. Mr. Ravenscroft. No, there's two duelists back there. You, you didn't see that, did you? Yeah, you're looking down there. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah let me hear you. Let me, let me show you how they do that effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're three for three. I'm three for three. Yeah, this is going pretty good. You're doing very good. good. I mean, mean, try to put the easier ones towards the top. That works. That works. I'm I'm feeling confident now. All right. Shortly after the Haunted Mansion opened at Disneyland, a guest was so frightened by the horrific attraction that she suffered a fatal heart attack. The ride was closed and completely revamped, 
with all the frightening elements being removed and replaced with a much tamer version that you see today. I want to say false. That's a myth. That is very much a myth. Yes! 4-4. Four, four. Thank you very, very much. Very nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was one that's kind of like, if you if you listen to any of those Disneyland TV, and trust me, I went through all of them. Yeah. If you if you listen to it, they all tell that story about the, the, the guest who suffered a heart attack. The reason why they had to tame, to tame the uh, haunted mansion. The attraction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, sticking on that vein, though. Okay. The Hatbox Ghost. You remember him? Uh, I never saw him, but I do know him. Yes, we might be too young to have seen him. Yeah, I would love to have seen him though. Yeah. We've probably seen him in like uh, auctions and stuff. I know I've seen him like. Now there's the, rare uh, video online of him. Yeah. All right. The Hatbox Ghost was quickly removed from the attraction shortly after it opened, because his appearance was considered way too frightening for the younger guests. I think that's a myth. That is definitely a myth. Do do. Do we know why? Yes. Why? The effect didn't work all that well. Really? Yeah. His head would disappear from his body and yeah. reappear in the in the hat box next to him. Yeah. And the effect was done with lighting. Mm-hmm. And the thing of it was is that the mansion was, you know, the closer the closer you got to the effect, the less it worked. Really? And so you had to pass right by it, and so it just the effect well, didn't work it quite as well. So no they kidding. just took it right out. That's that's why they removed. So why didn't they just put like some strobe lights and you know, like the Yeti thing? <laughs> disco, disco hat Yeti, box? disco hat box. <laughs> yeah, well, that would have worked. Well, I don't know that it would have got rid of his head any better, but oh, okay, I see. Now I'm sure today they could easily accomplish it, and they, I'm sure it'll he'll appear again. I mean, he's some projections or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, one of the things about the haunted mansion, and and we can maybe get into this a little bit later, is it's one of those. Um, attractions that has been so loved and admired that fans have come up with their own appreciation and stories about it and what Disney has then done is allowed the fans to help write right. the story and the and the legend of the haunted mansion in such a way like um, like the hitchhiking ghost right I mean they never had names right fans or cast members or yeah. whoever it is that named them and now yeah. Disney has adopted that as, the, names, as yeah. the names of the ghosts. Huh. Uh, was it Ezra, Phineas, and Gus? Yes. Those are the three guys there. Same thing with Master Gracie. Right. I mean, it was never the intent for the manor to belong to Master. Master Gracie was just paying tribute to mm-hmm. Yale Gracie. Right. And, um, yeah. Uh, Ma- Through folklore and orbit, urban legend, that just that just what came out of it. Yeah, and so now people consider Master Gracie to be yeah. the... The ghost host that you encounter when you walk into the mansion. So uh, people have had a lot to do with writing the story of the mansion yep. as it is going on. And like a piggyback, it's like you know technology as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, as technology progresses and you know the ability to do certain things allows the mansion to grow and evolve uh, with the special effects and everything yeah. else. I mean, uh, uh, for example, the whole staircase scene in Walt Disney World. Yeah version i mean you know i don't know how they might have been able to accomplish that but maybe not as to the clarity mm-hmm. of detail that they can now you know there's a lot of things they can do now that makes it look a lot better <laughs> one effect that stands the test of time pepper's ghost yeah we were talking about that earlier one Still of the works one of the things that they said that they were going to do when uh the, man- the mansion was originally designed as a walkthrough yeah 
was a footstep style effect, kind of similar, I guess, to what you see in um, the staircase. In, in the staircase scene, huh? But um, it was going to be like the sea captain's ghost. He was going to be. Oh, okay, I got you. But again, like when you're doing like a walkthrough effect, and Raleigh Crump kind of covered it. Yeah. Uh, when you're doing a walkthrough, you have a lot more time to kind of set up things. Well, I got you, yeah. And you got people stationary at one point, and things can happen, and yeah. they can progress. When you're doing a ride-through, and, and that's what it became, it's because they realized how many people they needed to push through this yeah. thing. Um, you lost yeah. out on a lot of those cool effects yeah. that were taking a while to, to set up. And one of the ones I remember uh, Tony Baxter talking about was that the sea captain would appear. Right. He would tell the story, and then he would dissolve into these bubbles yeah. and then melt into the floor in some kind right. of way. And a lot of people actually witnessed the effect and said it was an amazing effect. Huh. But they never got to do it because they switched to this ride through. Right, right. I know one of the things with the ride through they liked was that they could direct the uh, people's attention to where they wanted it to be. Yeah? Yes. So that where if it was a certain scene, they they could direct. You know, like which what what made the real person in a night uh, a suit of armor so effective because you were directed at the clock. You know, with the claw going behind it with the mm-hmm. shadow, and then all of a sudden you turn around and boom, there he is. Yeah. You know, so that makes it effective. So I guess that there's a plus to that. But yeah. Yeah, and for the longest time, they were saying that over at Disneyland, uh, the, the the Doom Buggy would turn towards where the hot hatbox ghost was supposed to be, yeah. but there would be nothing there. And I huh. think they ended up replacing it with like the organ. Uh, you know, like you see the organ scene in Disney World with yeah. the, the shadow. It's got the shadow play. on the floor, yeah. Now, I don't remember seeing that when I went this past year to Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, what I saw where the hatbox ghost used to be, which I thought was the coolest thing in the world, and I said it when we got back. Right. And I, I did look it up, and it actually, it absolutely was a tribute to the Hatbox Ghost. It was a hat rack. Oh, cool. A hat rack. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. The Hatbox Ghost used to yep, be. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard other podcasters mention that and stuff. Yeah, I wish I would have seen that. Yeah. I'm sure I could see it on video. Yeah, we'll I could make check it, it up happen. on YouTube. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Let's All right. It. So, myth, now you're five for five. I'm five for five. All right, good. All right, here, good. here we go. Myth number six. If you look in the pavement of the exterior queue of Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion, you'll find the bride's ring is embedded in it. Um, this is a tough one. I remember hearing about this, but I can't remember if it's true or not. Or if it was the latest edition or not. Oh, heck, I'll just say it's true. It is true now. Now it's true. Now it's true. So if you if we would have done this before the interactive queue, yeah. that would have been an absolutely false statement. Really but it, once again, like we were talking before, was it people contribute people? to the legend of the haunted mansion. Oh, there wow. was a uh, one of the little uh, stakes that you see for the railing. Yes, that existed there, and then I guess they cut it off, and that little remnant of that railing remained. And people came up with, again, fans, cast members, whoever it was, yeah. came up with this idea that that was the ring of the bride. The bride tossed the ring out of the right. window, or the phantom tossed the ring out of the window, whatever, and it embedded on there, and that story survived. When they redid everything, that... They made it factual. Yeah, they made it factual. You can go actually find the ring. Oh, that's interesting. I've never found the ring. I've heard I, about it. I'll have to go look when I go. Saw it last time we were there. I mean, it's not, before it wasn't a ring. I mean, you could really look at it and be like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was like a post for a... You could kind of see where it's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's people are having fun. This one, there's no doubt about it. They, they intended it to be a ring. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That is interesting. All right. That was very interesting. All right. So Doing good. Going to the next one. All right. All right. On occasions, the Haunted Mansion has had to be shut down temporarily. 
so hazmat crews can come in and clean out the ashes of the deceased because family members have scattered their loved one's ashes while on the ride to make them the honorary 1,000th guest of the mansion. I've heard this, but I won't say false. It's absolutely true. Oh, no kidding. Uh, I mean, I could go. Wow. Disney does not know. One of the things about these myths that I found out is that Disney really does not like to admit to anything, especially when it comes to death. Yeah. But this has happened on more than one occasion, apparently. No kidding. In, far, in fact, one of the... like The mansion itself has a lot of ghost stories. Yes, of course. Especially the, uh, the one in um, California. And one of the ones that I've heard was that there was a woman whose son died of... Um, I don't remember what they say he died of. I'm sorry. Uh, they had to, she had a son who died, and his favorite attraction was the Haunted Mansion. Okay. And uh, my impression was is that she had asked whether or not she could spread the ashes on the ride. Oh, wow. And Disney was like, ma'am, you know, like, absolutely not. You can't. I mean, but it's great that he was a fan. Yeah. And then she wrote it, and she did it anyway. Oh, wow. Yes. And, um, you know... What's unfortunate about that is, I guess, what people don't realize is that when you do something like that, they, they especially this day and age, uh-huh. where you know you have all these this this terrorist threat. Yeah, right. You know, right. you see white powder. What do you think? You think an anthrax, right? You know, or something like. So they have to shut this thing down. Unfortunately, you know, those ashes are just swept away and cleaned away, and and you know, these people end up <laughs> their Whatever. final remains end up in a they're scattered. Yeah, yeah not necessarily in a trash heap somewhere. Uh, yeah, it never ends up where it wants to be. But apparently, this little boy now can be seen from time to time crying at the exit. Of the, like you'll see really? a phantom little boy crying at the exit of the attraction. Oh wow! Yes, that's frightening. Looking for his mommy. It's this is in Disneyland. I believe this was in Disneyland. Wow, yes. poor thing. I wonder if his mom has been there to visit. I would hope so, but. Going beyond that, now that part of it, that's a story I was not able to specifically confirm, but I was able to confirm that this has happened on more than one occasion. More than one occasion. Okay, wow. In fact, at both of them. At the the oh, one in, in, in oh. Walt Disney World and in Disneyland. Interesting. If you, if you look it up, you can find it. Interesting. Okay. So I missed one there. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. And only one, though. I'm, only I'm one. surprised. Yeah, I'm doing okay so far. That was a tough one, though. It's, yeah, you know, that was a little bit of a tough one. That was a tough one. I couldn't believe that myself. That it sounded so fantastic. It's like surely no one did it. But right, right, exactly. But alas, there you go. All right. Next one. Next one. The haunted mansion has five ravens. Did you notice that? No. Whenever you walk through the mansion, you'll see about five ravens. Five different ravens. Mm-hmm. You'll see one in the conservatory over there by the the coffin. Yes. Let me out. Let me out. Yeah. yeah. The seance. Back of Madame Leota's chair. Uh huh. The rooftop when you're exiting the uh, the attic. Okay. Going yeah. backwards, you'll yeah. see the raven. Uh, what you call it? Uh, I believe there's one over a crypt. Okay. Yeah. And if someone said there's one on the balcony. I, I'm not. I'm sorry, not the balcony, the ballroom. But I, I, I haven't been able to individually confirm That's that. That's that'd one. be hard to find. Yeah, but they say it's in the ballroom on the balcony against the rear wall. Okay. 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 So five different ravens all throughout the mansion's attraction, and they say that this is because at one time. The raven was envisioned to be the attraction's narrator and not the ghost that you hear in your head. Huh. I'll say that's true. That's absolutely true. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony Baxter even said that he uh, he found the original recordings of the guy that would as the a raven? raven, you know, doing the narration. Oh, the that's interesting. That's really neat. That is really neat. I always think Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Well, Nevermore, you know. Do you know who originally did the narration of the uh, Haunted Mansion in Paris? No. Vincent Price. Really? Yes. Oh. 
It's absolutely true. You know, it's funny. We're doing a Halloween show for the marching band, and I write the scripts for the person to read over it, and mm-hmm. I quoted a Vincent Price thing from Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> you know? What is it? No mere mortal can resist the evil, evil of, of the thriller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm making the announcer guy say that. And then, we, and then we hit the big notes. Wait, the announcer of the uh, on the uh, yeah on the, 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 the last week, yeah at the game yeah. <laughs> so when we go on the field, he reads my script. And I'm being I'm saying some stuff. <laughs> like for the Disney show, you know, we did trash in the camp from like uh, uh, Tarzan, mm-hmm. and I made him say, "Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. It's about to get jungle in here." <laughs> <laughs> and he read it. He read it. So far, he's read everything I've thrown at him. Oh man, With, you got to keep pushing the envelope I know. to see what he won't say. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> see what I could do. I mean, I have to stay within boundaries, of course, university and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just keep throwing some stuff at him and see what he does. I'll be interested to see what he does this weekend. <laughs> it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. I know we want to do this is Halloween next year. For oh whatever. really? Yeah, for as part of our Halloween show, we want to do a little nightmare before Christmas. Nice. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be really neat. But anyway, I digress. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. So. All right. Still missed one. I'm good. Yes. Next myth. The reason that the Haunted Mansion stayed empty for six years is because Walt Disney used it as a second home when empty. he would go to California. I'd say that's false. That is false. Yes. All right. The reason it stayed empty for six years is because they were working on the uh, the World's Fair and never got around. Got around getting it. Oh, interesting. Because I knew he had that apartment. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Grand, that would have been a neat little house. Yeah, no, absolutely. In fact, they were, the, the the actual house that they were playing for him was uh, the one over there, uh, right over there by Pirates of the Caribbean. What am I thinking of? Club thirty? No, not no, not Club thirty three. But there was an uh, area over there by, and, and they ended up turning it into the Dream Suite. Um, oh, uh, they did. Well, call, I always heard refer to it as Walt's apartment. Yeah, well, that, well, the Walt apartment thing I always heard of was the, the one above the fire engine. I'm talking about, like, they were actually de- devising something a lot bigger. Oh, okay. That was going to be where the Dream Suite is now, which is right... And they closed something to make room for it, and I can't remember what it is. It, it was like a... Um, almost like a, like a art gallery kind of thing. Okay. I, I can't remember. That's all right. That's but, all right. Um, all right. So go on to the next one. Go on to the next one, yeah. All right. The white hearse that sits outside Disneyland's Haunted Mansion was used to transport Brigham Young to his final resting place. I think that's true. That is false. Oh, that two. has been a rumor that's been going around for a while now, but that is absolutely false. Although, the one that sits outside the Haunted Mansion in Florida was used in the John Wayne film. Oh, okay. Interesting. So that one did have a little bit of That one's black. Yes. Yes. Okay. Interesting. All right, missed two. Missed two. Missed two. I'm all right. I'm all right. Here you go. All right. Yale Gracie. Master Gracie. We were talking about him earlier. Yale Gracie, the Imagineer who designed many of the mansion's special effects, was shot to death as he lay sleeping next to his wife in the cabana at his private beach club. His wife is only wounded. The murder to this day remain, and its motives remain an unsolved mystery. Oh. I'd say false. No, that's true. I wouldn't have made that up. That's really? <laughs> yeah. I, wow. I wouldn't have made up anything about a guy dying. Like wow. That. Wow. That is that is some serious CSI stuff. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, it, they, they say it was just a transient that, that came through there. And just yeah. for whatever reason, he was sleeping in the cabana along the beach of this private beach club that they were members of. Yeah. And his wife was hit like four times and survived. Wow. Yeah. Transient. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That is... Crazy. That is... Wow. 
Well, I guess let sleeping dogs lie, so to speak, you know? But anyway. All right. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. All right. So, on top of the Haunted Mansion, there are chess pieces. Pawns, rooks, kings, queens, etc. decorate in the roof like many towers. Mm-hmm. The chess pieces are there because the building's architect and attraction chief designer love chess. Wow. Uh, let's see. Now, if you want, I can show you pictures of these things. They actually do exist. I think I've yeah, I've seen them. I've okay. seen them. I, I I don't know why they exist. Oh, I'll say true. It's false. False. That's, really? Wow. That's absolutely false. They say it's com- completely coincidental. Really? Completely coincidental that they exist. Huh? That's the official Disney line. Every and, and, and it's really odd because every piece they say is represented there. Except for the knight. And why is the knight not there? Because he's in the mansion? That's one of the taglines. And the other line is because it's always knight in the haunted mansion. Uh, so there's two taglines there. He's not there because he's in the mansion or because it's always knight in the haunted mansion. Always knight in the haunted mansion. Yes. So that is actually false. That th- Those things are there, but they are not meant. Interesting. That's, that's the storyline. Who knows? Maybe it actually was intended by the architect or... They're not owning up to it. I'll have to research who did the architecture, who designed all that. Yeah. I'd be curious to see. Anyway, sorry. All right. I'm missing. I'm still in single digits in my missing. Well, I told you the easy stuff was coming first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. All right. The portrait in the stretching room of an elderly woman sitting on top of a tombstone is none other than Constance, the Haunted Mansion's bride. You know, the stretching room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the woman yeah. sitting on the tombstone. Yeah, I've seen, I, I know what you're talking about. I always thought it was a young girl, but I guess not. Young girl with the umbrella on a tightrope. No, that's one of them. And she's standing over the alligator. There's a second one where there's an older lady holding a rose sitting on top of a tombstone. Yeah, her hair's up. Yeah, she's yeah, her gray in a hair's bun up, and, yeah, and she's bun. sitting on a tombstone. <sighs> Is that the bride? I want to say that's something that's come about now with the whole bride story. So I'll say true now. Are you sure? No. Is that your final answer? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not sure at all. It is absolutely true. Is it really? It's absolutely true. Has it always been true? Or is it just no. true now? It's. It's. I think it's true now. I think they have made it true. Interesting. And if yeah. you look online, you can see this, and it's the tombstone that she's sitting on bears the name George. Yeah. If you look at the bro- the husbands of the bride as you travel through the haunted mansion, you know how you see their faces yeah, disappear. Yeah. One of the, the the deceased is named George. Interesting. And he also has a big bushy mustache because it runs all the way. It's like a walrus type of yeah, like, yeah. looking mustache. And if you look, he bears that exact same mustache in the picture with in the haunted mansion. Oh, that's. And heavy. you also see her holding the rose. You see the the, the bride holding the rose. Right. So the. The tagline is, it's pretty pretty much a sure thing that it's her. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Okay. All right. So, so I got that one right. Yeah, you got that one right. I wasn't sure, but that was just pure dumb luck. <laughs> but I'm all right. <laughs> that was an interesting. That was when I thought for sure it was false. Yeah. I'll but then, that. like, I actually found it where they put the picture and the picture of her with her husband. Yeah. George. And the similarities between the, fa- the what you call the, expre- the, um, the face of George the name of George, you know, obviously the yeah. rose and everything like that, and they correlated it back to um, the original, uh, what you call it, uh, stretching portrait. Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At one time, a guest pulled out a gun and fired a couple of shots into the glass 
during the ballroom section of the ride. Oh my. The bullet holes to this day still remain in that sheet of glass. I'd say false. That's absolutely true. Really? That's absolutely true. They were painted over to look like spider webs. This is in the Walt Disney version or the Disneyland version? This is in the Disneyland version. Oh, wow. Now, I think it happened at the Disney World version as well. And if our memory serves correct, I remember seeing this. The bullet holes? Not the bullet holes, but what they did was they took like a sticker of a spider web and they placed it on top of it. Now, oh, I think wow. it's been repaired since then, since they did the, the, uh, right. the, uh, the renovation of the mansion. But when we went to Disneyland, the yeah. one that were, what you call it, with the... Um, where they painted him in, that was still there. And apparently it's because it would be so expensive to remove the one right. out of um, out of Disneyland. Okay, I gotcha. So, I gotcha. But that is absolutely true. Not only did he start shooting up the uh, Haunted Mansion, he also shot up, um, I think it was Adventures in, Through Inner Space or something really? like that. Really? Yeah, this guy apparently just went nuts one day. They couldn't... Oh, what, he ran from the mansion to something else or whatever? Is yeah, something? well, I mean, yeah, at that time, they didn't have... Uh, the security or whatever? The security yeah. of the cameras. I, I think, I want to say this happened in 74. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, it, so it, it was like... even before, like, the pressure sensors and stuff. Yes. That they have on the floor and everything else. Wow, interesting. So, yeah, he uh, he got away with it. As wow, that's as heavy. Know. That's pretty heavy. They even know it was, like, a twenty-two caliber bullet. They even know the bullet did it because, like, prior to that, the, 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 the thing was, well, it was a BB gun. I'm about to say, that'd be hard to see, a total yeah. twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what they did. They painted it in. You can find it online. Go look it I'll up. I'll have to look it up. Okay. Interesting. I'll All right. So this brings us to the last one, Kevin. Did I get that one right? No, no I you didn't. got that one I got wrong. that one wrong. Okay. You got that one okay, wrong. Okay, good. All right. Bring us to the last one. Last one. I'm going to finish strong. All right. The Haunted Mansion is the only place in all of Disney where the cast members are told not to smile. Not to smile. That's true. That's false. That's false. The cast members are allowed to smile. Oh, they just don't. Well, I mean, I'm sure they play up the, the <coughs> grimness yeah. of the characters, but they're not under any edict not to smile. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Wow. So much for finishing strong. Okay. <laughs> now, that was, uh, that was uh, what? You got six wrong? I got six wrong, yeah. Six, six out of 15? Yeah, six out of 15. That's not That's so not bad. bad. How did you guys do? Well, email <laughs> us at magicrway at gmail.com. Let us know how you did with that little trivia thing. Did you know all these? Did anybody get 15 out of 15? I mean, you know, let us know. I'd be curious. And here, here's something. Be truthful. <laughs> I'd be curious to see if any of the listeners could verify or unverify these two. Because these were two myths that two myths that I've heard reported as being true. Oh. I I doubt one. I think the other one's probably correct. You could not verify these. I so could not verify, not. so I didn't include this. Exactly. Here, okay. Here you go. What you got? In the attic of the haunted mansion, and I'm thinking they're, they're talking about specifically Disneyland here. Right. In the attic of the haunted mansion, there are bats that fly near the attic ceiling. They fly in circles because they are, in fact, they are to disguise the room's ceiling fans. Huh. That'd be clever. That'd be now, good. I believe that there are bats there flying in circles. I could not confirm whether or not that that was the whole idea behind them being there was to d- disguise the ceiling fans. Disguise the ceiling fans. But that's a, that's a definite myth about the mansion. Interesting. The second one is that... I, have you seen the bats? No, no, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware. Of that. I mean, um, you're looking at, you know, the bride, you're looking at the, uh, right. the the portraits. You're not looking up and looking around beyond that. So I'll have to look up. It is see. something to, to look for next time you're there. Yes, absolutely. And the second one I heard. Now, this one, I just can't imagine this anyway. This one yeah. is, is true. But at the beginning of the graveyard scene, the shoes worn by the scared gravedigger are actually a pair of Walt Disney shoes. 
Oh, I, I can't believe I that one. I cannot believe no. that at all. I can't but believe that one. that's another myth attached to the mansion. Interesting. So, there you Interesting. go. All right, next thing I want to talk about, Danny, is um, scariest rides or attractions, I guess, in Disney World. Things that, um, and we're talking current attractions, yes. Um, so things that currently exist, uh, we'll do some honorable mentions. Of course, uh, I'm sure there are people out there really listening saying, what about this? What about that ride that used to be there? That used to be scary, da da da, da. It's like, we're going to address that. Don't worry. And I'm sure we are probably thinking the exact same thing, what rides we're talking about um, that we're going to give honorable mentions to. But uh, Danny and I, what we did was we came up with a list of five each of what we found to be the scariest uh, rides. And, and, you know, a lot of this I'm pulling from when I was younger. Uh, I was trying to think of the rides that I used to close my eyes on, you know, at one point or another. There were rides where uh, several rides where I just had to keep my eyes closed. And nowadays, I mean, there some of the newer rides that I'm going to talk about, um, I don't really have to keep my eyes closed, but I could see how could they, they could be really, really frightening <laughs> at some point. And every now and then, you know, it just makes me twinge a little bit um, every now and then when I'm not thinking about it. You know, when I first used to ride the attractions and stuff, but, you know, now I'm okay. <laughs> but, you know, I remember when I first first wrote this, I didn't know what was going on. It's kind of freaky, you know, with the effects and everything else. But anyway, I've rambled on too much with this intro. Um, but uh, you want to you want to go first? You want to start? Sure. Or, or should go we go first. by park? I, I didn't by? approach it by the kid in me. I, yeah? I, I approach it by to this day. <laughs> that still frighten you? That Well, yeah. Or okay, uh, sure. it could be deemed uh, scary. The ones that caused me the most dread. How about that? <laughs> Distress or dread. Okay. okay. Distress or dread for whatever reason, be it because it's scary or it's uh, eh, just it's frightening in its own way. Okay. All right. Go okay. for it. Let's shoot right. one out there. What do you got? So my number five is the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I don't find it to be that scary at all, although I have seen it through the eyes of my little daughter and uh-huh. it you know you can kind of go along with what you're saying right. uh it, it is it, it especially when they redid the sound effects in oh, the they're uh, clear it, now yeah, yeah it's in the so stretching room and everything and else that, yes that sound when it when the, the glass shatters at yeah. the very end where you think something fell and it the stretching room was on like we did it the first time with her she freaked yeah and from there on in we skipped that we, and they were nice enough to let us skip it oh nice um nice. yeah and you know you get the little things popping up at the end and stuff like that but i mean i've always just enjoyed it. to me it's just such great fun so well, um, back to the sound in the stretching room where they have the 3d sound where it sounds like he's swirling around you yes that's just amazing uh-huh. that's such an amazing uh, sound effect uh, or effect on sound, I guess. It's something say. you've just been deprived of for so long yeah. because, you know, prior to that, you were just used to hearing the voice and it, a drop and you heard the sound. Of, I mean, but it really sounded like it was happening now. Yeah, it's just one of those things where technology finally caught up to what Walter really wanted to happen, yeah. thereby making that part of the mansion even better. All right, so, and also, just remember, you know, I. When I used to go through this when I was little, man, I used to keep my eyes closed, you know, sandwiched and everything else between my parents, you know. So, uh, yeah, this uh, Haunted Mansion definitely is my number five and, uh, as well. Wow. Um, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I was definitely frightened yeah, when I was you younger. Pr- you, you transition out of it so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so that's, my, that's my number five as well. So I'm going to go ahead and throw uh, uh, this next one, Mission Space. I'm going to go over the Epcot Center. Mission Space. I find to be a little frightening only because of this pull spin factor, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
Uh, I could make the joke of Gary Sinise, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> He's not so frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan can be very frightening. He could, yeah, especially when he had that moment with God, you know. He, he was arguing <laughs> back and forth with his no legs, you know, and then all of a sudden they got rich off a of shrimp. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, no, it's just a whole spin thing. Yeah, you can go on the other side that doesn't spin and you're okay. But I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm claustrophobic or something, but just being yeah. in a tight, cramped space with everything in your face. I do get a little bit of motion sick whenever I ride that ride. I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I was going to say, at the risk of spoiling my own list, but, I mean, this is going to happen because we're going to be talking about the same rides here. Yeah. Mission Space is my number one. Really? And you know why? Why? I've never ridden it. You know no why? Clue. Why? Because I'm scared to death to ride it. Really? And when you're that scared that you've never even stepped foot on it, not even once, because, I mean, look, I saw my, my brother-in-law ride it, and he's a pretty big dude, pretty right. tough guy. And he was a little green in the gills after oh, wow. riding that thing. And Not yeah. even a non-spinning version? You wouldn't consider going on it? I'd consider going on it, but I'd, I'd feel like a child. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would feel like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm riding, you know, uh, 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 you either do it or you don't do it kind of thing. And, yeah. and to me, you know. Go big or go home, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'm just going to go ahead and go home. So that's why it's my number one, because I'm so frightened of trying it because I'm primarily scared of vomiting. That, uh, you know, with any ride that has barf bags. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like an airplane. Exactly. So, yeah, that's why it's my number one, because I've never tried it, because I've never wanted to risk being right. that sick riding a ride. Cause, and I've seen the effects of it. It can be a little. You know, it's funny. I've only ridden that ride once. Uh-huh. And that was it. That's all never I Never needed. needed to go back. Never needed to go back. I'm good. You mm-hmm. know, I rode and I did it. I, w- I went big and I, after that I went home. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I rode the, luckily, I rode by myself. Okay, my my wife had re- and child have retreated to the hotel, and I decided, you know, I still have a little bit of energy left. I'm gonna just go back to the parks. So I got myself a little annual pass. I'm gonna go ride the ride finally. So I went on by myself, and luckily I rode with two other kids that happened to be pros at this, you know. And there's like, hey, uh, can I be that so and so position? Because you have to choose positions and stuff. The captain, co-pilot, blah blah blah. And so, um, yeah, can I be this? It's like, yeah, sure. I've never ridden this before. It's like, oh, you've never ridden this before? Oh, it's great. Da, 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 da. And they're walking me through it and stuff. And it's like, look, whatever you do, just keep your eyes on the screen. Don't look down or anything else. Okay? Don't even worry about what they tell you to do, press buttons or whatever. Just keep your eyes on the screen. You'll be just fine. You know, I did that for the most part. And I felt fine. I mean, granted, I was a little wheezy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I kept my eyes on the screen. Except for one point, I thought in my head, you know, let me see what happens when I look down. I looked down for a split second. I never looked down the rest of the ride. <laughs> it was that it was that um, convincing to me not to look down. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's 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 wild because it's like almost like you get carbonite frozen, mm-hmm. you know, and this little machine just comes over your face and it's all all the screens right in front of you and everything else like the panel. It's it's, it's wild. It, it sounds like I just. And one of these days, who knows, maybe I'll get around to doing it. I've just never wanted to risk my wonderful vac- vacation by vomiting that makes sense. afterwards. That and makes absolute sense. Yeah. And, and you know, I come from somebody who I, I've ridden Star Tours a couple of times. Right. That's gotten me sick. Body Wars. I'm about to say, what about Body Wars? That Body Wars was sick. the worst. Like... Star Tours has gotten me a little woozy, but yeah. never, never too bad. I mean, yeah. usually you shake it off within you right. know, a minute or two of getting out of there. Right. Body Wars was that was a whole fluid it, thing that used to get me. It, it was a yeah, it was a it was a time crunch as to okay how much longer because if if this goes 
30 seconds longer than what we are now, yeah. I, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I remember so, like when you were in the heart. I still hear yeah. the sound. It's like, bloom, mm-hmm. bloom. And you're, you're <laughs> thrusting back and forth. You're kind of rocking like you're in the sea. And it's like, oh, God. okay, let's go. Let's shoot through the whatever aorta and <laughs> get to the freaking brain so we can get energy and get out of here. You know, a little bit of shoe. Let's go. <laughs> you know, but it was a. Uh, yeah, that one used to get me a little. I enjoyed the ride. I mm-hmm. thought it was great, but it used to do. It would get me a little bit motion sick. You yeah, know? that might be have to be an honorable mention. Frightening, not because it's scary, only because you don't want to get sick. Well, I mean, to me, the fear of, of physical harm is part of what makes it frightening. Ah. so that's why I've I, I've included this because when you actually dread a ride, because I mean, it's a look. You know, you're in a theme park. You know, they've yeah. tested these things out. You know, you're in a very much of a controlled environment, and to still have that fear, yeah, that to me is part of uh, what makes something you know. We'll call we'll qualify something for this list. That's a that's some good imagineering. Yeah, I think all right. so. So all right, so we got that out. Of, uh, got well, you got what's your next one? That, that was my number four. That was your number one. So what do you have next on the list? Next on the list for me at number four is Tower of Terror. Really? Okay, that's my number two. Really? Yeah. See, Tower of Terror doesn't doesn't bug me too much. The, the up and down stuff, I don't get woozy. Yeah. I don't get sick off of that. Uh, you know, it it's. It's a sudden drop kind of thing, and it freaks you when it when right. it happens. I mean, it jolts you every single time. But I don't feel out of control. I feel safe within it, and yeah. uh, you know, the ghostly apparitions that appear going through the twilight zone yeah. is so cool. That is neat. And um, so yeah, I, I really enjoy that one quite a bit. It's it's it can be a little scary, but what not not going above and beyond right right i remember when i was first rode that ride it was a little intimidating mm-hmm. i enjoyed the ride i enjoyed all the effects you went to the library or the office is it a library is that what it is yeah the library scene is that what it is yeah it's a library you go into the library scene and you do the little pre-show thing uh, that was a little scary you know it was a little frightening uh, and then when you walk into the boiler room, that place is just so magnificently themed. Oh, you mean the check-in desk? And then they go into the library. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Is that about. what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. You go through a check-in desk. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the lobby like into the, yeah, the lobby check-in, yeah. to the library. Okay. Um, just that old jazz music that plays yeah. a big band just really sets up that mood well. Mm-hmm. You go into that library, it just kind of scares you a little bit. And then when you empty out into the... I guess a second queue area with a boiler room. It's just so magnificently themed mm-hmm. that it's just like, uh, you know, it, it gave me a little trembles every now and then the first time I, I went into that ride. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of scared of drop rides to begin with, even though I know they're safe. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, you know, I, the theming was just so impeccable. And especially when you see the numbers on the elevators, the little where you could tell what floor it, uh, something's on. Yeah. And you see, all of a sudden you, you see it go up and then all of a sudden it just quickly kind of goes down. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, oh, good Lord. And not yeah. knowing how many times you're going to drop, how many, yeah, like, you know, what the little, the beat is that you're going to drop on. Like, yeah. generally you ride a ride like that and you get the feel of it, but now they've randomized it. So you have no That's idea. That's a lot better. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I remember the first time it wasn't so bad because I knew it was how it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then they had tower of terror 2.0 and yeah. then they had 3.0 the tower is in control yeah i was just like oh this is much better because you know <laughs> i remember thinking it's like you know it would be cool mm-hmm. if they started playing the end movie at the bottom you know when you drop to the final shoot and you see that little do 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 little thing scrolling around and all of a sudden you shot back up yeah well hello <laughs> we're doing that now and it's just awesome you know yeah. i love when it happens absolutely i remember like when we wrote it like you know it was like you had that one thing it was a slight jolt and then it boom, it dropped you, and that was it. it was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so when I went on there with Anna, my wife, and uh, I, you know, just tried to explain to her, look, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna get that little sudden jolt, and then yep. it's gonna drop you. 
I didn't realize that they had updated the software. Oh, really? So I told her that, and it went up and down and up and down. And we happened to be sitting in a row with a very large man when we rode it. <laughs> so at that point in time, they had safety bars. Oh, they saw the down. safety bars. They okay. saw the safety bars. And so the safety bar didn't come near her lap. Oh. <laughs> so did so, she get airborne? Oh, she was clinging oh, on to my. the thing. And to this day, I was making a lot less money then. But to this day, if I would have just known enough, I would have just purchased the picture <laughs> because <laughs> she has never gotten on it since oh really no we'll oh, not wow. get back on it i love that ride that would probably be her number one maybe if we go as a group we could convince her because that's just a killer ride yeah i had my niece and nephew all wide-eyed and please Antiana, please yeah. go on the ride and no <laughs> you know it's funny i remember the first time i rode i didn't know that we got into the drop shoot it yeah. almost seemed like the air in a drop chute was the same temperature as the air in the third dimension. Mm-hmm. Like when you see the lines form and the doors are where the doors are actually open. Yeah. I couldn't tell that I went into the chute. And I also felt like there was more music back then. So you really kind of covered, you hear the little tracks going chicking, 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 and things locking in place, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. It just seemed like it was smoother and you couldn't tell you were going into the other elevator, getting locked in, and all of a sudden you started dropping. I, I, I don't know. Maybe something. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm remembering something different because I was so adrenalized in the moment that I didn't notice it. But you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do kind of to an extent. No, I, I, I always remember feeling like, oh, wow, we're here. Right. Like, all of a sudden it just happens. Like you're still, And I just always feel it's just because I'm so mesmerized as we're going through the third dimension, looking at all the different things and, and right. trying to appreciate them all. And before you know it, the, like you said, the lines line up and you're like, oh, we're here. So. Yeah, it's almost tough to see everything in the third dimension, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's like even though we're kind of crawling along, it's like yeah. there's so much to see. Like I, I always love looking for the little photo picture of the car as it's going by and you see it in that little globe. I think they still do that. I don't remember. I don't remember it. But it's you, you have to look down when you're going across the third dimension. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was a video camera somewhere that was infrared and it used to, you know, you, as you'd pass by you'd see reflections of your car going through, you know, the faces and stuff oh, in between. Wow. It was really neat. It was like real time. I don't know if they replace it with just a random car now or whatever, just representing just a random car in third dimension. But um, I remember the pictures, used to, I used to see my face in that, I think, you know, if I remember correctly, if memory serves me right. But anyway, yeah, Tower of Terror is actually really excellent, and it, it, it does a good job of doing a little scaring. Um, but my next, my next one is going to be, uh, 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 oh, the, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? Yeah, and and not all of it. You know, it's a lot of jovial. It's a lot of funny. But there was that one point just before the drop, you know, where you had the the scene with the skeletons with the swords. You know, they're dead. Mm -hmm. And they're on the beach. And they had the crabs. And they have the eerie music and the dark colors of lights watching off. And then I guess now you have, uh, what is it, Blackbeard? Is he talking to you? Or is it back to um, Davy Jones? I can't remember in that mist. It It was was Blackbeard last I saw. But I thought they kind of still switched it out. Yeah, they might have switched out. But, but anyway, before this, I used to get scared before that drop because of, uh, you know, the skeleton that was talking and the ghost ship mm-hmm. staring everything. You know, that was quite frightening to me when I was little. You know, and that was, a, I, I don't know, did that make your list or no? No, no not at all. Although, Nate, you say that the, the one part, the, the drop didn't concern me. The skeletons didn't concern me. The one part of that ride that filled me with dread that I hated and I just... It gave me the creeps every time we went on it was when you pass under that bridge and that dirty pirate. Oh, the hairy leg. (laughs) Yes. Just dangles in front of you and you're just instinctively maneuvering yourself away from it. And without really. Yeah, because any time, you know, you think that might drop on you. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like that stinky pirate foot is gonna fall on me, or it's gonna touch me, or yeah. it's, and it's like it's a robot. Yeah, it's just fine. It's I, you a know, fight it's like, at length. It's never gonna leave. But. It, yeah, it's I don't know what it is about it, but yeah, that gets me every time. Yep, yep, absolutely. But anyway, yeah. Oh, well, I'll just stop there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, going on to number three. My number three, uh, scariest attraction. Mm-hmm. And again, now this again, it's just personal, so this just has to do with me. All right, is Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Space Mountain. You know why? Why? And it's it's not just me. Um, our friend Eli also hates riding Space Mountain for the exact same reasons, and it has to do with a vertical. I'm six foot two. I'm about to say, is this a tall person? This thing? is a tall. I feel like every time I ride that ride, I'm going to lose my head. Ah. I those cars are so uncomfortable when you're right. that tall. And you're so squunched up in there, and you feel like you're so hunched over, and you can't see where you're going. Yeah. But it, there's something about your sense of feeling. So when you're in the dark, your other senses are heightened, and it feels like you're passing through steel girders and, and frames. And it within feels, inches. Huh? Yes, within inches of your yeah. head. And it's just such an uncomfortable ride, because I feel like at any point in time, you know, I, I'm going to lose my head. Right. And if not... I might get a Charlie horse because I'm so crammed up in this <laughs> that I might jolt forward right. and then lose my head. Oh my so gosh. It, it really is one of those things where it's like, I've ridden it a dozen times. Yeah. It's, it's you know, I, I liked, I liked sensation. I know it's not going to happen, but right. every time I go through that exact same scenario, huh. the one at Disneyland now, not so bad. Really? Absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. I know what gets me on the space mountain is that first drop after the lift hill. Because it goes straight, and you can't really see where the track goes ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And when I remember first riding, I was like, oh, my God, where's the rest of the track? You know, I'm just going to fall off the track. <laughs> you know, it veers to a very sharp right, yeah. I mean, left or right, depending on what track you're on, at a banked angle. So it's like you, you don't see where it goes because it's not illuminated. Mm-hmm. You, you just see you go up, and you, you come off the lift hill. You go straight for a little bit, and you see nothing until you veer off to whatever direction you're going to, depending on track. You know, right. So that used to scare me. And I remember the first time I rode that, I wasn't really big into coasters. I, that's another ride I kept my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So my list probably should be like rides I've kept my eyes closed on <laughs> the entire duration. Well, I, I kept my head hunched all the way down, and my eyes were wide open trying to see where those little girders, girders or beams stuff, would yeah. be that might take my head off. So needless to say, you didn't do the arms up thing, the hands up no, thing. No, <laughs> no, no. Other people did, and I'm like, stop, you're going to lose an arm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, all right, so let's see. We said Mission Space. Um, I'm running out because I think we had a couple that were, uh, but I have some that I could definitely honorable mention. But my number one, I'm going to go ahead and jump to that. Well, where, what where happened to number three? What was your number three? My number three is uh, Mission Space. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So in number two? My number two was Tower of Terror. Okay, okay. So you're yeah. going straight to number one. Okay. Yeah, I guess because that's all I have left over okay. is number one. And I'm going to say Dinosaur. All right, all right. I remember when that first that ride first came out, it was a, a bit frightening, you know, mm-hmm. especially with the lighting the way that it is and all the loud sounds. I remember that being a very loud ride, mm-hmm. so it was, like, very real. Uh, you know, it was like it was right there, and you had that Carnotaurus that it would appear out of nowhere just scary yeah. and stuff out of deep blue. You know, you have all these little sound cues, like the, when a pterodactyl comes flying in. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty wild, and you're going through pitch black darkness, veering back and forth. Yeah. You know, and you hear all these sounds and voices of things chasing you, like the Carnotaurus is chasing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that used to be a bit frightening. Yeah. I, you know, that gave me, it made, definitely made my heart uh, beat a little bit more. 
Uh, not because of the fact that it is a, a, a thrill ride, but the fact that, you know, it's, you don't know what was going on. No. You know? I mean, now I'm kind of used to it, but still at the same time, it, 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 it's a little frightening. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely a little frightening to me. That was the one ride that, when we went to Disney World for the very first time and we went on. My, my wife made a point to ride everything and she's yeah. not a big coaster uh, person. But I mean, when we got to dine, that was the one ride that she tried to back out of. Really? Yes. But we were in the line and I remember her pointing. She's like, you know. This thing says that you shouldn't ride if you have a history of this. <laughs> right, right. She, she was just like, you know, uh, my family, there's a history of high blood pressure. And, you just, and it's like, will you stop and just will own up stop? to it and get on this ride? And, and what know. happened after she rode? Did she, oh, she loved it. It's a great ride. Yeah. yeah. I love it now. Yeah, you know, I, I really do love that ride. Oh, the last effect where you go down that hill and the, that, the, the Carnotaurus just launches at you. Yes. That freaked me out the first time that happened. You know, <laughs> honest to God, that was just frightening. Yeah. Uh, but it's a killer ride now. You know, with just amazing effects and everything else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I first rode that thing a couple of times, I, yeah, I closed my eyes. I didn't mm-hmm. know what was going on. It was, they, uh, you know, back then they didn't have as many effects working. Mm-hmm. I mean, they existed, but they had trouble getting it all online, I guess. Yes. But it was just enough for it to be frightening, you know? Well, my number... Okay, You're so at number two, I guess. I, huh? This would be my number two. Yeah. Is Astro Orbiter. Astro Orbiter? Astro Orbiter. Have you ridden this thing? Yeah. Again, maybe it's the height. Maybe. Oh, the one in Disney World then, Disney right? World. Not the one no, in No, no, no. Not the one in Disneyland. You ride that thing, and you're at such an angle where I swear to God, and again, it was maybe it was my height, maybe it was the way I was tilted. Uh-huh. I swear to God, I held on to the other side of that thing really? with a death grip because uh. I swore I was going to fall. Because Maybe it's because you're so high off the ground. Yeah. Um, I swear to God, I was going to slide right out that thing. And, go to, and I remember because I was holding my daughter at the time, right. and I had her with one arm and the other arm latched onto... The, what you call it, the, uh, the, the side of the Astro Orbiter, oh, okay. because I, I could have sworn I was going to go sliding right out of that thing. And they really don't give you nothing in the way of a seatbelt or anything. Right, right. It's like that little cloth. Um, yeah, cloth, little web belt thing. Well, but yeah, it's it's nothing. Nothing that's going to hold you in there. So I thought for sure I was, I was done. You were done. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because you're so high up or because... Uh, I don't know, like the planets are going in the opposite yep. direction, so you seem like you're whizzing by yep. or what it is, but it, it, there was something about that ride that made me feel like they don't have me on this. Huh. I might, I might come out of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> you might launch it in space or something. Right. Um, well, crazy. You know, I'm a, I'm a dude, I don't have a number one because I ran out, right? So, I mean, I have a number one, but I, I don't have any more because I ran out, but I'm going to do an honorable mention here. Oh. And that would be the universe of energy before Ellen. This was oh. before Ellen. I'm, I'm bringing up a little old attraction, but that same animatronic is still in existence, just not in the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember going around the ride. You initially go into the dinosaur room and you make the left turn. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where this little serpent with snarly teeth pops out. Oh, yes, out. yes, yes, yes. I got a picture of him. Yeah. I remember when, you know, that used to hide and as your car came through, it popped up. Mm-hmm. That used to scare me. Yeah. Every time. It was, it was just frightening to me. All the sounds and everything. Now it's not so bad because he's always out and Ellen's mm-hmm. fighting him with a stick. So it's not so bad. <laughs> but if you look at that little serpent, he still looks mean as ever. <laughs> His teeth are still long and sharp. He doesn't scare me now. But, you know, I bet to my daughter he might be a little frightening. Oh, you yeah. Know? Well, speaking of which, if you can do an honorable mention along those lines, yep. it's tough to be a bug. 
Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chopper. Yeah. That was one where we actually had to like when Eli went with Hannah yeah. the first time, we had to we had to leave. Really? We had to leave early because she she freaked out. That was the one part where like when the spiders descended, there was smoke around. You you're getting stung in the back yeah, as yeah, it's yeah. happening. I mean, there's, there's you got hopper popping out at it's one loud. point. It's loud. It's a got, loud attraction. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it can be very, very frightening. I've seen more than my fair share of kids getting pulled out of that attraction right. when it happens. So, uh, yeah, that, those, that can be scariest, you know, very scary when you're absolutely. When you're absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So let's go to your number one then. So where do you at? Well, you number one was Mission Space. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. We did mention that because we mentioned that already. Um now, we also want to do like a special um, acknowledgement of rides that don't exist anymore. Oh, we yeah. We talked about those Absolutely. previously. Um, Alien Encounter. Alien Encounter was an incredibly scary attraction. I loved it. I remember riding it. I don't remember being freaked out on the level like a lot of people remember it being, but I remember it being cool. Yeah, I thought it was very cool. I remember the first time I rode it, I didn't know what was going on. And that was one of the first uses of 3D sound in their attractions, yes. and it was very effective. Mm-hmm. And that alien was quite frightening, especially when he broke the glass. That was kind of freaky. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, my gosh. You know, it was fun. It was a fun sensory attraction. Yeah, it was pretty frightening. Mm-hmm. And this was before the Tim Curry uh, robot pre-show. All right. So, yeah, the original robots were uh, Phil Hartman from, like, the Saturday Night Live, you know. Mm-hmm. Phil, uh, Saturday Night Live skits and stuff. He was original voice. He was Tom 2000. Yes. Um, so that we're, ta- we're taking uh, Alien Encounter back to those days before it was a little bit, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know if it was really tamed uh, when they did the redo with Tim Curry and all that kind of business. It was, it was still about as frightening, you know, um, with all the sounds and stuff and the lighting and everything else. But, yeah, that was definitely um, uh, one heck of a scary ride, you know? Oh, yeah. So it was, uh, you know, I always felt like Snow White's Scary Adventure. I never realized... Again, you you ride it with a little one. Yes, and there, you know, when that witch turns around, it, it, it's such a it, if you're not knowing to expect it, it's such an off-putting effect. That, oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it, it can really spook you, and you go into the forest with all the mangled branches and everything like yeah. that, like looking like little creatures and monsters. Oh, it, it was. It was a very very spooky ride. Um, yeah, especially when you're going through the forest, mm-hmm. like you see, you're, you're Snow White running through the forest with the, I guess the eyes and the trees that yes. talk and stuff. You're just freaking out. Yeah, that was another ride where I sat between my parents and I kept my eyes closed for oh, the most part. Speaking of which, uh, you know, a little trivia on the haunted mansion. Yeah. Uh, when I was doing my research for our myth segment. Yes. Uh, do you know that one of the voices, and I think it's one of the prisoners, this really gravelly voice uh-huh. that you hear. Uh, when you're exiting, getting ready to exit the mansion, you're going right by the the knight, the the, the prisoner, and the and the uh, executioner. Yeah, you'll hear this really gravelly voice, and that voice is the exact same voice used in Wizard of Oz. It, the the guy who did it in Wizard of Oz, he he, he spoke one of the the trees. Like yeah. when Dorothy's like, you know, I don't want those apples or whatever. Right. You, know, you remember the whole thing, yes. with the apple trees in there? Yeah. He was one of the angry trees in there. And that voice has always seemed so familiar to me. I could never place why. And right. That was why. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That is very interesting. All right. And for this segment, I want to talk about overlays. Not just overlays from Disneyland Resort, because we know they already do that, right? But I want to talk about if they were ever to bring overlay Halloween overlays to the Walt Disney World Resort, what attractions we thought 
would benefit or maybe even lend well to having a Halloween overlay placed on them, you know? So I came up with a little bit of a list uh, where I thought that it might be really effective. I have a really good number one that I thought would be really cool. So the only thing that we're not going to mention are the attractions that are already being done in Disneyland. Say like the uh, Space Galaxy, the Space Mountain version, and the, and the Night Before Christmas overlay in the Haunted Mansion. So we're thinking about other attractions in the world that would lend well to a Halloween overlay. Okay. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start with one that I thought would be fine, and uh, that is the People Mover. You know? Wow, that's great. Yeah, the people mover I think would be fun, you know, with some decorations, a little extra this, that, and the other. Um, especially within the tunnels when you go inside, some extra projections or whatever else. I think it would be something really, really cool, really, really fun. You know, like a haunted uh, uh, people mover uh, tour through Tomorrowland, you know. Um, almost like um, not really men in black kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. with aliens and stuff, although it could. You know, you definitely could when you're dealing with uh, the Tomorrowland, so to speak. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunities for different scenes that could definitely serve as a good Halloween overlay. Hmm. You know, uh, you could probably decorate the carts, uh, the carts, I guess the trains. Yeah, they're trains, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, the little uh, linear induction motor trains um, as some kind of uh, mine car or something overlay. You know, and you're going into different mines and seeing different creatures and stuff and everything else. Like if you're exploring Mars or something, you know, mm -hmm. you're in a rover exploring Mars or something. But I think, yeah, I think that, that might be a fun little adventure, you know, maybe. And it could be also a, a Halloween overlay on the side of comedic. Yeah. You know, you could almost take it that way. Not necessarily frightening, but, you know, just, just silly. You know, like maybe you get slimed in one of the tunnels <laughs> or something. I don't know. Or you meet Casper. I don't think that's a Disney entity. But, you know, just the different things, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. You know, uh, continuing on that kind of comedic uh, uh, vein, I kind of felt like the the Country Bears would be a great. Oh, little, that'd be neat. Yeah, a great little Halloween overlay that they could do with the Country Bears. You know, still doing songs here and yeah. there, like little little songs here and there, celebrating and kind of giving away the spooky nature of Halloween. But it, also more to that, telling little funny ghost stories oh that would be nice you know, yeah kind of like, you're like around a campfire fire, yeah kinda, you know that's what I, I i was envisioning for that and i oh, thought that, that, that would work well you can also have the bears in little costumes here and there i thought oh, that yeah. would be kind of cool yeah yeah and the little the little bear could put his uh teddy bear in a costume and such ah, that's actually a really good idea and they have a Christmas show, so, you know, why not have a Halloween Well, they haven't version. done that one in forever. Yeah, it has been a while. It has been a while. But, I mean, yeah, there's no reason why they couldn't do a Halloween version of it uh, going into there. But anyway, so my next one, and not as strong, but maybe uh, might work, is uh, Journey to Imagination. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, there's a, it's a dark ride, right? So it's already mm -hmm. set up as far as atmosphere. Um, you have projection screens and stuff all over the place now and different, like, special effects. Well, you can actually kind of make this a little bit more frightening than you think, mm -hmm. you know, all the when you go through the different sounds and senses and stuff. You could really kind of make it pretty scary to the um, to the, the attraction goer, mm -hmm. you know. So I think that would be a fun little attraction to do, especially the part where, you know, the, you know, your imagination just explodes the computer and there's all kind of wind and things go nuts. Um, you might it might be like a Scooby Doo adventure where you have Figment as your comic relief, mm -hmm. taking you through you know trying to guide you through this imagination of horror of so, so to speak you mm -hmm. know, like uh, the mind of a horror author you're going through the imagination of that kind of a thing mm -hmm. you know of that kind of a person and stuff. So and and Figment's right there with you, so it gives a little levity to these I guess the 
heaviness of the uh, uh, overlay in, in and of itself, you know? Right. Yeah, that'd be nice. And then I might actually make, uh, draw some people to that attraction again, you know? <laughs> Doing something different like that. They need to do something. Yeah, they need something. You know, hopefully, we'll see. we'll see what happens. I'd like to see them do something with PhilharMagic. Really? Yeah, I, I, I would either like to see them do kind of like, you know how they do an amalgamation of um, Ariel, yeah. uh, Jasmine and Aladdin, um, you know, the different, different Disney uh, heroes. Yes, yes, yes. More of a villain show. Huh, okay. Where you're escaping from one villain and just as you think you've, you've cleared Ursula, here comes Jafar. Just as you think you've gotten past Jafar, here comes um, Scar. You know, yeah. something to kind of, you know, keep you running along. Yeah, those lines. yeah. And if not that, the first inclination was to do like a, um, kind of turn it into a, um, like a, uh, and I know it's kind of cheating because you know we, we kind of said not dealing with the overlays that they've done, but I mean I'd like to have seen the Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing where you know Santa you know was working too much, trip fell, broke his right. leg, he needs Jack to fill in fill yeah. in for him, and you're in the sleigh along with Jack. Oh and, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know you're going for a ride on the Nightmare. That would be neat. Before Christmas kind of thing. I thought that would be kind of cool, but I didn't really explore that idea too much. Just kind of uh, felt like it would be cheating a little bit because, it, you know, the, the, the Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. obviously would belong in the Haunted Mansion. That would be such a great thing to do because that would appeal to so many Disney villain fans, you know? Yeah. Have one attraction where it's all Disney villains, mm-hmm. you know, you go through that particular thing. And I think that would be an easy one to do. Yeah, I, yeah it's yeah. just a, a matter of a film of sorts. Mm-hmm. I know it's the cost of a film. They're getting ready to put on the show, and all of a sudden, before you know that, just as the the show's about to go on, the villain's like, hold up, hold everything. We're taking over the show. That's right, and things happen. Oh, that'd be, Mm -hmm. I think that'd be great. I would go definitely go see that. Yeah. Um, Let's see. My next thing that I have test track, you can make like a haunted test track. It's pretty easy to convert it to, especially the way they have test track now with all the different screens and stuff. It should be pretty easy to put some kind of digital overlay on the ride itself. You know, maybe you're, maybe you're in the car carry of some sort, like a haunted vehicle that kind of just takes you through, you know. And, and when you get into, like, you hit the truck, maybe you actually hit the truck this time. And then, you know, just uh, kind of like reminiscent of the Toad, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. When you hit the train and you go into hell and yeah. all that kind of business, it's maybe the same kind of thing. You could almost do that with an overlay. You know, you hit the truck and then you end up wherever you end up, you know, and then maybe uh, the devil banishes you into purgatory <laughs> and you go outside and you take the track. And then before you know it, you're back because nobody wants you or something. I don't know. You know, <laughs> and I'm a, a tetra, I, I put test track in there because I only, I only think that would be easy to do. Nothing too major as far as having a, Retheme things. I mean, you have a lot of projections and sounds. You know, I was gonna say it couldn't be worse than the, the test. Yeah, track yeah, I have. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, on the star. But um, yeah, I, I put that in there just because I think that would be pretty simple to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the ones that I'd like to see done is, and and this would be my one of my primary ones. Like we're getting into like the last two or three. Uh, but uh, one of the ones I'd like to see done is, of course, uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Hmm. Okay. I don't think that you've really kind of seen like a like it, when you do Big Thunder Mountain, it's always understood that you're riding through a ghost town. Yeah. Oh, with no ghosts. Oh. So like if you had like these ghost miners. Yeah. Chasing you, causing the cave in, you know, yeah. you would, you know, if there's a point where it stops and like, 
some apparitions appear. You're trying to steal our gold, kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of an uh, of an overlap. I think that would be great. I mean, that would be kind of neat. Would, that would be so natural because that's the whole point: is that you're going through this haunted. Um, you know, is, is is that the mountain has a history and it's claimed yeah. so many people, and and that's there's a cave in coming, and it's just such a natural progression that you've been you'd be chased by these old ghost miners right. that you know were killed and you know oh, searching brilliant. for this gold, and they're yeah. coming to take their gold, and I think that would be a great little overlay. To that do. would be a great overlay to do. I like I do like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have one more. I'm gonna okay. go ahead and throw it out there, and this is to take Toy Story. Okay. And do an overlay. And the overlay that I would do with that is take the um, Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm. uh, the game Hero's Duty. Oh, that's and a good that's one. And that's what you play. Because that's pretty frightening, you know? Yeah. Especially if you know they're uh, animals or bugs that, uh, um, or I forgot what they call them, viruses or something. There know. were bugs in the game. Yeah, there are bugs in the game that know nothing about being in a game. They're just regular old bugs that do mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. You can go through different scenes and just shoot the bugs, this, that, and the other, kind of protect yourself. You could project images in and around you of bugs flying. You know, you could get just simple fans and blowing mm-hmm. air, uh, air jets and stuff to tussle you with your hair to pretend like they're like getting really awfully close to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I guess the last thing could be like um, R- Ralph setting off the beacon or something. Yeah. You know, or yeah. And then some of the scenes toward the end could be like you go into that Candyland, the Candy Crush game. Mm-hmm. And the bugs are there. You know, they're all pretty colored and stuff, but they're still bugs. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun to shoot, you know, to actually play that Hero's Duty game. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it, there's probably a, a level of adventure and fun. It probably still keep the line at over 100 minutes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially if boys found out that, you know, you get to actually play Hero's Duty and ride through it. Yeah. Yeah, that attraction is still not going to go down in lines at all. But that was, that was I thought that would be a great idea to do. I think that studios. is a great idea, Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um. My last one, and I'm struggling on where to put it, would be an overlay of, you know, an idea that they had originally intended to do when they did the Haunted Mansion, and that's the Headless Horseman. You Ah. just don't see him, and I think a good dark ride. And I've been trying to figure out, since we're sticking to Disney World, because, you know, obviously in Disneyland, the great fit would be putting it where Mr. Toad is because Mr. Toad I was just Ichabod. about to say Mr. Toad would yeah. be awesome but we, we don't have that anymore but so if you did you know I just had a thought if you did that scene with the train could be changed so you like you yeah. know as you go into that tunnel you could see a projection of the headless horseman down and, and that train light could be dressed up like a punk like his head pumpkin, that's pumpkin head you, yeah. that's coming at you and then you get tossed into whatever happens you know that's exactly. probably that would have been brilliant uh, absolutely yes. I, and so if we're going to do it in Disney World there's only Two places I can think of to do it. One would be, and I, I hesitate to say it, but I like the ride system for it, would be Peter Pan. Because okay. you kind of have to feel like you're riding a horse. Right. Because you, how else do you do the encounter with a headless horseman? Right. You can't do it riding a boat yep. as, you know, as you would with um, Small World. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it riding a clamobile as you would with uh, Ariel. Yeah. So... To me, you know, taking the uh, what you call it, the um, taking the, uh, the 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 boat and trying to turn it into like a makeshift makeshift kind of horse that you're riding, yeah, you know, because it's it's narrow and stuff like that. I mean, I I could see them possibly doing that, but I think that might be a bit much for an overlay. So the only other place I could think to do it, and then again, this might be hard because it's all exterior. Tomorrowland Speedway. There you go. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> really? That's the other place. Yeah, that's, oh, oh, that's the no other kidding. place I was thinking of putting it. 
uh, because I just couldn't convince myself that they would actually take the boats in Peter Pan and turn them into makeshift horses. Interesting. So that's where I was going with that, is that since they're not going to do that, and I can't think of any other yeah. ride system to use, the next best place I can think to do it was Tomorrow Way, Tomorrow Us. I totally Peter. meant that as a joke. I, no. I, 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 wow, interesting. I mean, you tell me. It's a good idea. We both agree it's a good idea. Yeah. Where else do you put it? Hmm. Let's see. I mean, I guess if you wanted to simulate uh, horses galloping, Winnie the Pooh has the ride system to already allow that, especially when you get to the, the Tigger bouncing thing. So it almost feels like a horse galloping. Um, if Snow White was still around, that would that would have been just as good, but mm-hmm. she's not around, so... Um, but you said Winnie, Winnie the Pooh that they're in. What's the ride system? It's a, is it on a mover? No. No, it's like a honeycomb or like. The yeah. Honey, oh, they're in a uh, honeypot. Honeypot. Yeah. Honey that's what I'm. You have to dress the honey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I that. You're riding a honeypot. Like again, it would require actually changing the ride vehicle. Ride vehicle. Yeah, that's true. You couldn't really just overlay it. Right. So if you put it in Tomorrowland Speedway, that'd be pretty interesting, I guess. You could have uh, the headless horseman throwing pumpkins at you while you're driving around. Yes. You try to dodge it or whatever else. Interesting. Okay. I'll go with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. And that's that. Ah, uh, yes. There it is. Once again. We know what that music means. But it's not too frightening, is it? No. Uh, we need to do a little bit better than that, though. A little something, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's try a little bit of this. There you go. That, that feels much better. Yeah, we played it, but this is the version. We played it before. You're probably thinking, yeah, you played this Halloween already. Yes, but we played it at the beginning, and it was the movie version. This is the Danny Elfman version now. And it's either that, that sad, lonely, <laughs> yeah, we don't, I don't know having a drink at the end of the bar kind of, I've had a rough day music that a we know. A woman left like. me and she took all the dough and da 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 da. <laughs> kind of a song, but uh, no, man, we're, we're good. So we'll end with this kind of thing. Man, there goes our Halloween show, you know? Wow. Our first ever Halloween show. Yeah, I really, I mean, I, I felt like there's a couple of more topics we could have squeezed in there, but I mean. I, I kind of think that, what, an hour is... Yeah, I think an hour is sufficient. We, yeah. we, we could have gone a lot longer, but, you know, we'll, we'll have to save some for next year. I guess so. I mean, there's only so many ways we can think of to talk about the mansion, but we'll, we'll figure out... we got a year to fig- figure yeah. out something else. You know, they may have some other attractions and stuff that will come out and um, add to the fodder, I guess, add to the fire to, uh, to discu- of discussion. Yeah, so if you, if you have any ideas, send us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and search for Magic Our Way, facebook.com backslash Magic Our Way. Follow us on Twitter at Magic Our Way. Um, you can also follow our Keeks and even subscribe to our YouTube channel. Once we start to get, we're going to start working on the videos and everything else. Yeah, we've been talking about that, but absolutely, we're going to definitely get to it. Uh, we're still talking about it, which means it's still in our heads, so we're still absolutely going to do it. So, um, yeah, uh, did I forget anything? I went through that awfully fast, didn't I? Yeah, you did, man. You that seems like it, it always feels like it, uh, it takes me longer to get through all the uh, promotional stuff. No, yeah, usually you go on a spiel and I zone out, so I'm surprised yeah. that it happened so quickly. Yeah, it's all of a sudden I'm done. I guess I, I'm so hyped up to be doing the show, I'm, I'm going at 10 miles an hour, 10,000 miles an hour again with my speech. It must uh, be the MSG. It must be the MSG, so I just got to slow everything back. We had down. Chinese tonight, folks. Yeah, we had Chinese. We have Chang's. My ties were wonderful. Mm-hmm. The fried rice was great. The Mongolian beef was very Mongolian and beefy. 
And I'm very much attached to my chair right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just kind of sitting down two lumps on the log while this is Halloween plays on. But anyway, again, email us, magicourway at gmail.com. Tell us uh, how you like the show or if you have any ideas for topics and whatnot. We'll definitely read your email in the air unless you otherwise you tell us. Um, leave us a rating in the iTunes store. We're back again. So do that. Tell your friends that you're listening. Um, tell everybody how much you enjoy our show, you know. Um, we're just two regular Joes here from New Orleans, and we hope that everybody out there has a very safe Halloween. Um, hope you get a lot, get lots of good candy. Maybe get lots of good frights. Maybe not too many evil tricks, but fun tricks are good too. But a lot of good treats are just as well. But anyway, stay safe out there, kids and big kids. And if you're going to the haunted mansions and stuff, you know, enjoy yourself there. You know, it's it's all a show. And and they're allowed to smile. They're allowed to smile. Yeah. Kevin knows that now. Yeah, I do know that now, and <laughs> uh, hopefully you too as well. And so just enjoy yourself. So anyway, on that note, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. Happy Halloween.